0: Welcome to the Ultradent Products Podcast. Today's guest is Dr. Howard Glazer. Dr. Glazer is a fellow and past president of the Academy of General Dentistry and former assistant clinical professor in dentistry at the Albert Einstein College of Medicine in the Bronx, New York. For the past several years, Dr. Glazer has been named as one of the leading clinicians in continuing education by Dentistry Today. He was most recently named as one of the top dentists in New Jersey by New Jersey Monthly Magazine. He lectures throughout the United States, Latin America, Canada, Europe, Scandinavia, India, Korea, Japan, Israel, and China, on the subjects of cosmetic dentistry, forensic dentistry, and patient management. Dr. Glazer is a frequent author of dental articles and has been published throughout the world. Currently, he publishes a monthly column in AGD Impact entitled, What's Hot and What's Getting Hotter? He maintains a general practice in Fort Lee, New Jersey. Thanks for joining us today, Dr. Glazer. It's a pleasure to have you.
1: And it's my pleasure to be with you, Melanie.
0: I understand we're going to talk today a little bit about vital essence.
1: Yes, an excellent, excellent layered composite system.
0: Can you tell our listeners a little bit about your experience with Vital Essence and perhaps some tips?
1: Well, I'd be happy to share that with you. The the first premise that you need to understand is why do we need a composite that works on uh, a layering system? And that's because if we take a look at a tooth, we would understand that uh, a tooth is made up of lots of different components. Uh, The obvious ones certainly are enamel and dentin. But even within the enamel structure itself, uh, there are areas in which we have high degree of chroma saturation, areas of translucency, we have tinting and shading that goes on. So you need to work with a composite that will afford you the ability to mimic the natural tooth on the, adjacent to the area that you're restoring. And Vital Essence will enable you to do that.
0: And how long have you been working with Vital Essence?
1: I've been working with Vital Essence probably uh, about four years.
0: Great. So you've done probably a lot of restorations by this point.
1: I would think by now I've uh, passed the, uh, the five restoration mark.
0: <laughs> Can you tell us which shades you use the most frequently?
1: Uh, you know, it's interesting. I, I often in my lectures refer to, uh, ask the audience if they know the difference between an aesthetic dentist or a regular dentist. And in my mind, a regular dentist, Uses a shade A3, A35, and a cosmetic or aesthetic dentist focuses on A1, B1, A2. And while it sounds humorous and sounds like a line drawn in the sand, it's not really true. I tend to use more of the lighter shades in Ultra Dent because the demand today is for lighter and brighter teeth.
0: Right. And I'm assuming you're bleaching most of your patients beforehand then.
1: Well, it's going to depend on a case-by-case basis, but certainly before you do any composite restorations, you want the natural teeth and the remainder of the tooth to be as white and as bright as the patient would like to. The big problem you have with whitening teeth is of all the different types of procedures we have in dentistry, whitening is the least controllable procedure that we have. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you tell me you want your tooth green with a red stripe on it, I can do that if you tell me you want to go from a uh, C4 shade to an A1. I can't promise that I'll get you down that far. Yeah. But we definitely can get you lighter and brighter.
0: Now, a lot of dentists are kind of nervous to get into layering techniques because they're worried that it's going to be complicated or they won't know what shades to pick. Do you have any suggestions?
1: Well, I, there are, first of all, the shade guide that you have uh, in Vital Essence is a unique shade guide because it's made of the material, the actual composite material that you're going to work with. So it's sort of what you see is what you're going to get. You have to learn to work with uh, some of the pearl shades, which gives you a little bit more of the, the opaquing characteristics, and just understand that the darker the tooth structure is at the base of the restoration, you need to mask that out before you apply any shading or uh, composite material that more closely aligns with the natural tooth structure. For example, if you have sclerotic dentin, which tends to be dark brown or gray, you need to mask that out with some sort of an opacious material. Otherwise, you're going to have that dark black or gray leak if you will, visually through the restoration.
0: Do you use one of the opaque shades to do that? I, I, or?
1: I would tend to use the opaque shades that you have uh, in the kit. Uh, very often uh, we can work with the opaque shades very significantly to mask that out, and it makes it, uh, makes it a very nice way to work.
0: Are you using Vital Essence in the anterior and the posterior?
1: Well the nice part about Vital Essence is that it can be used in both the anterior and the posterior. It's really a universal uh, microhybrid type of a resin material that meets my qualifications uh, or my base standards for why I would select a material. Uh, first of all it it comes in both the syringe format and the quad syringe format uh, that Ultradent has pioneered or it comes in uh, compules or PLTs. I particularly like to use because I think I get a better placement and handling of the material uh, when I can syringe something in. Some of the other characteristics that I look for when I'm trying to select a material is that it, number one, has to have a a creaminess or a certain textural quality that makes it very easy to handle. I don't want something that's so dense and packable that it's crumbly. You want to be able to have a material that's creamy, that sort of has a flow to it, and is smooth. When I choose a uh, composite restoration, part of my checklist includes that it's being able to use it for all direct dental restorations in the anterior and the posterior. All classifications, one, two, three, four, five class uh, restorations, including uh, the class six, which is typically cusp replacement, or if you have to modify a a cusp of Carabelli or something. uh, You should be able to use it for direct veneers, for direct onlays, for direct inlays. Uh, we certainly want to have a, a, a composite that we can use for modifications of tooth form and color. And I like to close diastomas using a composite because if they're virgin teeth, why would you take a burr and cut into them? I like to be minimally invasive and very conservative in my, in my treatment so that I much rather prefer to etch and bond something uh, to the tooth so that I can get a very aesthetic result. When it comes to using vital essence, it meets these criteria as well as meeting other criteria that are essential in, in doing uh, composite restorations. Unlike amalgam restorations, from which we pack the material, then it set hard, and then we had to carve our occlusion, when we're doing composite restorations, we build up the restoration with the composite material in a layered sequence, and we ultimately sculpt our restoration and our occlusal form as we are creating the restoration itself. So we're not carving down, we're sort of building up To the ideal form so you must have a good material that is easy to sculpt and will not slump it can't be sticky it can't stick to your instruments you don't want to have any degree of uh, pullback and you want to be able to maneuver the composite very nicely and last but not least certainly you need a material that's very easy to polish and that you can achieve a very high enamel gloss or sheen to the restoration that reflects and scatters light the same way that uh, natural teeth do
0: and Vital Essence takes care of all of those criteria for you. Vital
1: Essence meets my checklist of criteria. That's why it's here in my office, and that's why I'm able to use it.
0: Now, talking about shade selection again, I've heard different theories on layering. Dr. Morgan, for example, will pick the Denton's shade from the center. She says it's almost always A2. Do you find the same thing to be true?
1: That's interesting. Uh, I, I can't say that I would agree, um, I find that ultimately I tend to, well, maybe we are agreeing, because I tend to move towards an A2 for my dent and shade in the middle of the tooth, but that's probably more applicable in the anterior restorations. Mm -hmm. Uh, When we're dealing with posterior restorations, very often I find the more posterior you move, the darker it tends to be, and part of that's due to the shadowing that occurs. But especially if you're removing... Uh, older restorations of alloy, uh, you're going to find the darkening of the tooth, and so you're going to have to use something in the A3-5 range, for example, to mask out that uh, discoloration. Mm -hmm. And then once you do that, you can pretty much build to an A2 color, even an A1 in the posterior.
0: Now, of all of the restorations you've done in the past four years, you must have some techniques you can share for mimicking an anterior tooth and and finessing it?
1: Surely. You have to understand when you look at a natural tooth like we talked about before, the high saturation of chroma and tinting that occurs on the tooth, the incisal edge, especially the younger the individual, the incisal edge tends to be translucent. And Vital Essence has some great translucent composite material that you can use to layer at the last moment this incisal edge area so that you get a very natural look to the tooth.
0: So you're using a specific translucent shade from the system, or does it depend on the tooth you're working on?
1: It's going to depend on the tooth that I work uh, work with, but the TI is very often used, you know, okay. so that that's a pretty uh, common one that I'm going to use, the translucent ice, which is fairly clear. Sometimes you'll use uh, some of the translucent uh, frost, but that's not too often that I'm using it. I, I would say if I had a pick I would probably say that uh, translucent ice is, is probably the one that I'm using most often.
0: And I'm sure every dentist is going to find their preferred shades, too.
1: Well, I think everybody finds their own shades. Mm-hmm. I think everybody views the tooth and reads the tooth color a little differently based on uh, the way our eye picks up color. It's interesting, too, because I work with female assistants chairside, and females tend to have a better sense of color and a better eye for color. So I am never fault for having my assistant uh, help out with shade selection, as well as we let the patient also uh, look at the shades that we plan to use and work with a big mirror so that they can see the shades. And Sometimes we'll even mock up a tooth first, especially if we're doing incisal edge, uh, recontouring, or uh, a class 3 or 4. Maybe we'll lay a little material on that tooth first so that they can have a sense of uh, what the shade's going to be. In the posterior, frankly, that's very difficult to do, so we... Aim to pick the, uh, the shade as, as best we can.
0: And that's another advantage to that all-composite shade guide is being able to show your patients, I'm sure.
1: Well, ha- not only is it an advantage to showing the patient, because as I mentioned earlier, what you see is what you get, but as a practitioner, I know that if I pick up the, uh, the particular shade that I'm going to use, an A2 or an A3, what I'm looking at, or a Pearl Frost or a Pearl Neutral, I know what I'm looking at is what I can expect to see and have in my restoration. And that's critical to having and being successful.
0: Now I know you must have some lectures coming up. Can you? Tell I, I lecture
1: quite a bit around yeah. the country and around the world, and I've been very fortunate to do that. Uh, my forte is on what's hot and what's getting hotter in new products, materials, techniques, devices, technology, and uh, including writing a monthly column in AGD Impact magazine by the same title, "What's Hot and What's Getting Hotter."
0: I'm sure a lot of our listeners would be very interested to come and see you speak live. Is there a place they can go to see when your next dates are? Uh,
1: if any of the listeners uh, want to know where I'm lecturing in a neighborhood near them or coming to a theater soon, <laughs> uh, it's H uh, Glazer, that's H G L A Z E R, 264 at AOL.com. And I'd be happy to, if they request a schedule, i will be happy to send them a schedule.
0: Great. Well, thanks so much for joining us today, Dr. Glazer. We appreciate it. It's been a pleasure,
1: Melanie, and I I appreciate you helping to educate uh, my colleagues as well as myself uh, by providing good materials for us to ultimately help the end user, and that's the patient.
0: Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to today's podcast. For a full archive of our podcasts, please visit podcast.ultradent.com. To submit a question or comment for a future podcast, please send an email to ultradentnews at ultradent.com or leave us a voicemail at 800-268-9010.